Just some concluding thoughts on yesterday's discussion. So we spoke about the need for Hanas Levisha. Do I need to have any enjoyment from my titus? Or perhaps, since I'm using it for the mitzvah, it's it's just as good as having real benefit from wearing it. So a question we asked was, let's say a person would prefer to wear cotton over wool because cotton is more comfortable. So according to many of the Achranim, it will be preferable because you're getting more Hanas Levisha and that's a requirement. According to Rav Asher Weiss, as long as you're doing it for the mitzvah, I don't need to have any Hana from the Levisha. That's only if it's not your typical uh, baguette of tzitzis. Another question raised is, if a person is playing ball, can they remove their tzitzis in order to be more comfortable, they're only getting, they're going to be bizarre if they're wearing their tzitzis. So, halachlamaisa, one could argue that there is no uh, need to wear tzitzis anyways. We only do it either because of be'idin rischa, when a Kalish Brocha gets upset, he's upset at those that are not being makayim in the midst of tzitzis. So if you look in Taisvis, Taisvis says that that's only when you're, you're, you're circumventing what everyone else is doing. But playing ball, if, if that's the norm that people want to remove their tzitzis because it's really hot, so you're not you're not uh, going out of your way to, to go against the mitzvah. It means if a person is who, who lives in a community, everybody wears tzitzis and he himself is not wearing it, so then we could say b'idin rischa. But in a situation of, of tsar, of discomfort, someone's playing ball, Rasha Weiss talks about someone who is a training in the IDF under extreme temperature, and he said halachically one would not have to wear tzitzis, Obviously, it's it's a, it's a nice thing to do. It's a shmirah. It's all those things, but one could argue there is no chiv when it will cause tsar. Even though you don't need hanas levisha, he says when it comes to tsar, even in a, a mitzvah deraisa, there's a discussion if a person is bitzar or you putter. You don't have to give up all your money in order to be mekayim a mitzvah sasei. So there's a some type of level of tsar that a person is mechuyev to to uh, go to be in pain, but. At some point, we could say your putter. That's by deraisa. Here, it's not even a chiv. It's only a nice thing to go out of your way to be mekayim the tzitzis. So, therefore, one could argue that one does not need to wear tzitzis when they're playing ball. I would say if one could get one of these sports tzitzis, mesh tzitzis, or even a polyester, that would be better than not wearing anything at all. And there's a discussion in the price game how much tsar or how much discomfort one needs to be in order to be to be uh, considered. Tsar, Pater. So I don't want to give a clear sock on this, but it's something to think about when playing ball, when exercising, or if someone's in the IDF and training and has a lot of uh, equipment they're carrying and it's it's extremely hot, there is uh, there is room for discussion if one is Mechoyev. One more point on the actual Begit of Tzitzit. So there was a discussion in the Achorinim regarding Kriya. Does someone perform Kriya on their Tzitzit? Someone loses a parent, you do Kriya on all your clothing. So what about Tzitzit? So the Marasham writes that since Tzitzit have to have some type of Hanas Levisha, so you are getting Hana from it, so then a person is Mechoyev to tear, to do Kriya on his Tzitzit as well. The Minig is not like that. So why is why is the Minig not like that? So the Babi Shochan writes, it's either because we pass and you do not need Hanas Levisha, like the Dark Himbaisha. We don't go with Taisvis. Or he says that you're getting Hanas Levisha, but the Iker of the 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 primary Hana you get from Sittas is that you're, you're Mekai in the Mitzvah. There is some benefit, and therefore that's not a beggar that needs Kriya. According to Rav Asher Weiss, the, the question wouldn't even start. I'm really not getting any Hanas Levisha from my 
from my tzitzis. So therefore, there is no chiyav of kriya because it's not a beged regarding kriya. You're not getting hana from it. So why are you your mitzvah? Because it's a it's a beged shal mitzvah, and there would not be a chiyav to tear a beged shal mitzvah, and therefore that would help us understand the minog not to perform kriya on on the uh, on your talis katan. Okay, let's move on to klaliyat of halacha tes. Where he talks about the minimum shear for purchasing tzitzis. So let's go back to our Judaica store. We're still we're looking in the Judaica section, in the tzitzis section, and you have all different types of sizes: size 18, 14, 24, V-neck, round neck, thick shoulders. What what's the halacha? Where is this all coming from? So the so the Gemara in Menachas Daf Mem Amar Beis in the bottom it quotes a brisa. The brisa says the shear erech habeger is kedesha katan. In order for a, a young child, the Ramam, the Torah, or Mashman, that means a nine-year-old, a nine-year-old would be able to cover himself, his head and most of his body. And then the Gemara says, and a Gadol would wear it, he'll go out to the Shuk while wearing it occasionally. Now the Paiskim right, the Chayadam writes, it doesn't mean he has to go to work like this. It means even if he would go al Pesach Abayas for the he'd go into the street to take out the garbage. And as long as he'd be comfortable by wearing this size shirt, this size baggage, that's the minimum share for tzitzis. So, for our talus, you know, it, it could wrap you, that's fine. But if you think about it, our Talus cut, and even if you get the the biggest share, the chazanish twenty size twenty four, you get a huge share. At the end of the day, nobody in their right mind would walk out of their house just wearing that. So it's very difficult to understand why we make a bracha on our talus cotton or why we even wear a talus cotton. We are not hitting the share of that. Uh, uh, a gadol, an adult, would occasionally wear it outside the house. Now, the first year, the 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 gemara, the price says, is kadesha katan menteshan mechasas by rishav ruba. You have a nine year old covering most of his body. So the shochanar says that's the only shear you need. He assumes the second part of the gemara is just explaining what the shear is. But as long as a child could, could cover himself for most of his body, so that's enough. So perhaps the big chazanish shear would get that. But at the end of the day. Most of our tzitzis will not hit that shear, and there are mapaskins. It has to be that a an adult would be willing to walk out, even to take out the garbage, just to walk out of your house. Now, for most people, they wouldn't even walk around in their house by just wearing tzitzis. That doesn't cover anything. So the question is, what exactly, how do we understand how we are Makayim, the mitzvah of, of tzitzis today with our talis katan? In fact... The Chayodim, if you if you go through Halachates, he says, then that's why we don't we shouldn't make a bracha on our talis katan. He says that since our talis katan is so small, it's better just to make your bracha on your talis gadol. If you're married, if you're a yeki or svardi, or you're you're a married Ashkenazi, make a bracha on your talis gadol. Do not make a bracha on your talis katan because you probably do not have a share. However, growing up, uh, I think everyone in yeshiva was taught. Even at a young age, four years old, three years old, you make a bracha on your talis katan, and that's the minog. Amongst Ashkenazim and amongst most of Klaus, so they do make a bracha on a talis katan. So, what exactly can? How exactly can we answer this question of we are not walking around Arai, but you know, with with our uh, talis katan. So, first of all, the first shot at this is you know the Magen Avram writes that at least it's better than nothing. So, if you're not going to wear the full shear, so wear the minimum shear, and you could say that 
for us, we would not make the bracha otherwise. So at least, you know, mitzvah tzitzis, we're wearing something. But that's not really acceptable. There's a, there's a shita, the Hisoyrish Tshuva was written by Rav Shimon Seifer. Rav Shimon Seifer was the son of the Ksav Seifer, grandson of the Chassam Seifer. He writes, similar to what we said yesterday from our Vashawais, that the only time we need specific size, minimum share for, for talus, for, for talus cotton, that's only when you're putting tzitzis on a shirt. So in order for me to define something as a beggar, it has to be at least a level of clothing that someone would walk out to take out the garbage. However, if I specifically designed this clothing to be to be tzitzis, the same way I do not need hanas levisha, so too, I don't need a minimum share. As long as it has four corners and I'm wearing it, that's fine. You do not need a minimum share of tzitzis. Tremendous Chiddush, uh, but that's what he says, and that would be a, a, at least a limitzchus on the very basic level. Baruch HaShochan takes it a step further, and he says that the only time we need to have Rosh, you know, uh, covering Rosh of Ruba, that's when this was worn on its own. So if you wear it on its own, it has to be able to cover most of your body. It has to be able to cover uh, enough that you'd be able to to go take out your garbage. It has to be some type of robe. But if you wear it underneath your clothing, like the minute he says is to do it, so then I don't need this minimum share of of uh, covering you know enough to go out. I'll, I'll go out by wearing it because I'm wearing something on top. And he says anytime you have something underneath the clothing, there will be no need for a minimum share. Any titus is enough. The Das Torah, the Marsham, adds that it's talking about a jacket. So let's say a person has a has a jacket or 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 some type of over uh, or a shirt, and that's a small. It's not it's not your typical size. It's so small that he'd be embarrassed to walk out of his house by wearing it. So then, if you put tzitzis on that, so then you could say you're not yotze because that's not a beggar. Imagine a, an adult wearing a child's suit jacket. It's so embarrassing, so he'd be putter for wearing, it would be a perm costume. So the same way your putter, you know, a perm costume would not be considered clothing for mo- for the most part. So one would be, one would not be yoytz of the tzitzis by, by wearing a s- very small jacket. The Ber Halacha, the Isha of Ram, also say a similar thing, that when the Gemara says that you're not embarrassed to walk out, it doesn't mean you're just walking out with this. Nobody would ever walk out with any any size tzitzis. You're never going to walk out just with only just this beggar. It means if it's part of an outfit, if it's part of a part of a dress, uh, meaning you're wearing a few types, a few different uh, articles of clothing, wearing on the shirt, wearing a shirt, wearing zitzis. If it fits the overall outfit, so then that's considered that it's a beggar. It's functioning as a sweater. It's functioning as as a undershirt. So in those situations, you'd also be mekayin the mitzvah. And therefore, that would be the limut chos. And they said halacha lemaisa. That's what Mishra Paskins, the Baralacha, that that's what the Gemara means. The Gemara means that you wouldn't be embarrassed. You know, there's a concept of of like proportion. There's a Rav Lapiansky. I once heard him say that there was a Paisik in Meisharim that people used to come with their lulavim and their asroigin right before Sukkot, and he would just tell them, you know, kasher, mahadrin, you know, minimahadrin, tell them what you know if it's uh, how how good a set they got. So he said there was once this uh, very large individual, six foot nine, three hundred pounds. He came and he had this very very small lulav. So the place he told him, you know, there's some, there's a concept of proportion in halacha that they're just so small, just that's not cool to hit their mitzvah. So even if you you would go with this the shear, it should still be proportionate that the bir halacha is saying that 
it looks normal. Whatever we consider tzitzis to be, to, you know, you have, uh, you have people like to wear it sometimes when they're, you know, in the summer, they wear tzitzis on top of their shirt. So there's a certain size that we would say that looks normal. And then there's a certain size we would say that is so disproportionate that tzitzis is so small, it just doesn't, doesn't look like it's functioning as anything. So that would, that would probably be the minimum shear of tzitzis based on this psak. There was another opinion which basically tries to take this discussion and put numbers on it. And it's quoted by Shem Rashi that in order for one to be yoyed to the tzitzis, you have to, you have, to have a begot that's three quarters of an amma. By three quarters of an amma, the Mishabur says perhaps one should be machmer for an amma by an amma. So tomorrow, Mertz Hashem, we'll discuss these numbers and based on this, why some people are fine with size 18, perhaps even size 14 and a half would be enough. Size 22, size 24, we'll get through all the different sizes and shirim and which shita they are being mekayim or trying to be mekayim by purchasing a specific size tzitzis.